0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, bat around,
1: it's taken by Luca. he hits, he hits. with a second to go as he hits the deck.
0: 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played, and now 60 points for the first time in
2: Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me, as always, on Twitter. At Dalton underscore Trig, you can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Whoo, man! It's it's already been a long week, and it's only been Monday. Uh, <laughs> the Mavs they don't play until Thursday against the San Antonio Spurs. You know, trying to trying to take it as a good sport, though. You know, because the Mavs they definitely need the break. Uh, they need some time to not only recuperate physically and get guys back on the court like maxi kleba and tim hartway jr but you know Luca could use the extra rest uh kind of felt like he came back from that heel injury a little too soon uh you know kyrie irving he seems like he's fine but i'm sure he would you know like a little more time to get acclimated with the uh with like all the plays and uh you know, just getting more familiar with his surroundings as well. And, you know, there's a chance that the Mavs haven't even had a practice <laughs> with uh, with Kyrie yet. Um, you know, they've had shoot-arounds, and they had one pickup game in Los Angeles when he first arrived. But as far as any formal practices, I don't think they've had any yet. So it'll be good to get, a you know, one or two of those in before Thursday. Hopefully, um I think they're definitely planning to get one in on Wednesday, but uh, yeah. So it, it's been a long wait. It's going to be a long, longer wait, but uh, it's a good thing for the Mavs going forward, and you know their chances of making a run in these last twenty-two games. So uh, it all starts on Thursday against the San Antonio Spurs, and then over the weekend on Saturday, uh, they'll play the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, an early two p.m. start game. So. Uh, those should be two fun games to start off this second half of the season run. Hopefully, the Mavs, uh, you know, hopefully they get everything get everything back on track because they lost three straight games heading into the break. They were three really close games. Uh, the Denver game probably shouldn't have been near as close as what it was at the end, but you know, it uh, given the circumstances, not having Kyrie or Tim Hardaway Jr. It, you know, the Mavs did the best that they could in Denver. So, uh, so okay, one thing that's really been bothering me lately that I wanted to come on here and talk about, I already wrote a piece on it on DallasBasketball.com. It's just really annoying me, and I know it probably shouldn't. I, I understand how some of these bigger national media companies operate. I understand that You know, anything that gets Lakers attached to it has, you know, more appeal to that particular part of the country. You know, I get it. I get it. There's a lot of Lakers fans in this country. There's a lot of Lakers fans that, uh, you know, are bandwagon Lakers fans just because of the brand. And a lot of these media companies just like to cater to them. And that's what we've been seeing for two straight weeks especially from ESPN, but others too, uh, aside from Adrian Warjanowski, you know shout out to him for actually not uh, doing this, this pandering uh, because he's actually come out and said, you know as long as Dallas is willing to pay Kyrie Irving, you know he doesn't see why this isn't going to be longer you know a longer relationship than just these last 22 games in the playoffs. So, shout out to Woj for keeping it real. But, you know, guys like uh, Brian Windhorse and, you know, other ESPN employees that do these these talk shows, it's just, it's incredibly annoying to me because they are all just itching to get Kyrie Irving to the Lakers. And Kyrie Irving to the Lakers just doesn't make any sense when he, you know, when comparing that situation to what he has in Dallas right now. The piece I worked worked on and published at DallasBasketball was basically like you know uh, there's there's a better chance of LeBron James being traded to the Mavs and forming a big three with Luca and Kyrie, at least in my opinion, than there is of Kyrie going to the Lakers because Kyrie Irving can make about sixty three million and it's probably more than that because I I, I may have uh. 63 million more dollars with the Mavs than he can with any other team at least 63 and it may be a little more based on what the Lakers could actually offer uh, Kyrie without it being a sign and trade so 63 million more dollars to stay in Dallas you have a good relationship with Nico Harrison With Jason Kidd, you obviously have a really good relationship with Luka Doncic based on what we saw during All-Star weekend, and it's only been two weeks. Uh, Your on-court chemistry with Luka seems to be great, even though the chemistry with the rest of the team hasn't resonated yet. Uh, You know, the the end-of-the-game stuff needs to be figured out, but if they figure out some other things, then you probably don't even have end-of-the-game situations like what we've seen for there to be any issues because the Mavs are going to be winning handily. Um, You know, it just doesn't make any sense for Kyrie to go to L.A., but yet you still have these talking heads, these loudmouth talking heads coming on here and, you know, pushing it every other day. It is absolutely absurd. It's like the Lakers are giving these guys money to 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 come on here and, and talk about it. And it's like, give it a break. Like, at least give it until the postseason or until the end of the year, uh, you know, when we're getting closer to free agency in that point. But, I mean, I'm just tired of it. I understand this is just me ranting and, you know, kind of being the old man shaking his fist at a cloud, that kind of thing. But... I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of seeing it by all indications by all accounts. Kyrie is having a great time in Dallas. There's you know we've seen him hugging Mark Cuban and having you know really good conversations with Mark Cuban. same thing with Luca. We already know his relationship with with Nico Harrison and Jason Kidd. Uh, he he himself has said that it's been nothing but genuine love from everybody in Dallas, and how he's enjoyed his time. And he said that you know when Luca gets back from his Cabo vacation uh, on Wednesday, he said how he was looking forward to you know getting to know Luca better during this six-game homestand after the All-Star break and they're planning to have their families together, come together and and have dinner and stuff. So, I mean, it's just.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Things are just, so many things are being overlooked and ignored in the national media when it comes to the Kyrie Irving situation. I understand that he has had situations in the past where things have gone, you know, things have gone the opposite direction and he's uh, asked for trades and, you know, it just hasn't ended well for him. But, you know, at a certain point, you have to look at it and say, well, what's different about this situation than what he's had in his previous three stops? And I've already named those things. I mean, even in Cleveland when, you know, he had LeBron, who he was obviously close to, you know, when did you ever see Kyrie having, you know, hugging and having good conversations with Dan Gilbert? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not the same feel to it as what it is now. And I'm not saying that Kyrie could get to the end of the season and decide that he wants to go elsewhere. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense for him Especially financially, uh, to do that. So when when you factor in everything—the relationships, the on-court fit, uh, the the overall on-court talent compared to the team that everybody keeps trying to push him to uh, in LA—and then most importantly, probably the money. You know, you factor all that stuff in, and it's like, what are we doing here, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know he's uh, Kyrie's gonna be 31 years old by the time we get to free agency uh he does have an injury history and you know he, he's on an expiring contract he doesn't have a contract going forward you don't think he wants to maximize his earnings so I, I'm just I'm tired of it and I just want to get that out there but anyway I'm gonna jump off of my my soapbox here um And get a few more things out of the way. Let me see. One of the latest things around the NBA that's happening, Patrick Beverly, he got a buyout. And he was deciding between the Golden State Warriors and the Chicago Bulls. He chose the Chicago Bulls, which means uh, that the Bulls are likely going to waive Goran Dragic. Um... That was one of the, the Chicago Bulls writers before it ever happened said that that would be the likely scenario if it happened. Uh, the Bulls are set to sign Patrick Beverly, which means that Dragic's time in Chicago is probably done, um, which naturally means that the speculation with the Mavs is, is surely going to you know pick up once again. I don't know if it's going to happen, Um you know, I, I really thought it would over the summer. I really thought it would in 2019, but, you know, we all know how that happened, how that unfolded. Um, so, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like this is it for Dragic. I feel like he's he's kind of toward the end of his career. He he could potentially end up retiring after this season. So, I just don't know if the Mavs would cut anybody on their roster, um you know, to bring to bring Dragic on at this point. Uh, if it was me, you know, if, if, if it was me calling the shots, I would honestly think about waving Frank Nilekina, uh and bringing Dragic on, even if it's just for like a, you know, having a good, another good veteran locker room presence and a guy who, you know, has no issues telling Luca how it is and helping him navigate through the rest of the season i think that would be pretty cool for chemistry standpoint a chemistry standpoint but uh i don't know if the mavs would do that just based on the sheer age difference between nilakina and uh and dragic because nilakina still like 24 somehow uh and dragic is is on up there in age he's like 35 36 i believe so mm-hmm. Uh, not sure how that's going to unfold, but we'll we'll keep an eye on it. Um, Russell Westbrook he was traded from the Lakers to the Utah Jazz and came to terms with a buyout with the Jazz. And uh, after meeting with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, he's deciding to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers. So, uh, and uh, one report said that although he's not going to be the starter immediately, the expectation. Is that after he gets acclimated there, that he will be the starting point guard? So that's interesting because you know the the Clippers didn't really have a true facilitator, um, facilitator, sorry, at 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 the point guard position, and now they do. And you know Russell Westbrook has enough shooting around him. Uh, to where he doesn't have to, to force things. Now, he is Russell Westbrook, so he might end up forcing things anyway. But, you know, I don't see this as bad of a fit as as some people have, you know, boldly stated right out of the gates. I think the Clippers could potentially end up being better uh, making this move. This is a, you know, the, the John Wall exper- experiment didn't work out. I think this is a step up from the John Wall experiment. I think uh, I think Westbrook will be a lot better than what Wall showed uh, in his short time as the Clippers. And you know, John Wall, he got traded from the Clippers to Houston and secured a buyout, and he is still out there on the open market. So uh, we still have to see where he ends up as well. But uh, the Mavs, they, you know, unless something unless something crazy happens, you know, it's kind of hard to. To see them doing anything else real significant on the buyout market, they already got Justin Holiday, uh, who they're hoping will help uh, ease the pain of losing Dorian Finney-Smith. Obviously, Holiday isn't the same lockdown defender Finney-Smith is, and he's older. You know, he's thirty-three years old, but he's still a capable three-and-D wing. And you know, anything that can kind of keep you from having to play guys like Frank Ntilikina or Theo Pinson extended minutes uh will help ha- will help the team overall. So, excited to see him make his debut and then like I said, Maxi Kleba is expected to be back uh against the San Antonio Spurs on Thursday. Uh I believe Tim Hardaway Jr. will be back as well and we're going to have a rested Luka Kyrie Irving and the team will have at least one practice under its belt uh you know when when Luka gets back from his his vacation. And hopefully, you know, hopefully he enjoyed himself in Cabo, but also hopefully he didn't, you know, drink too many beers <laughs> while chilling in Mexico. So, uh, guys, look, I appreciate you joining me for this morning edition of Mav Step Back, and uh, I will be back on here. I might not be back on here Wednesday morning, depending on, you know, what all happens throughout Tuesday, but uh, at the very least... I'll be back uh, Thursday morning, and I might be back tomorrow morning too, but we'll just have to see how it goes, but definitely we'll be back Thursday and Friday morning uh, to see, uh, to give you updates on everything going on with the Mavs, so guys, appreciate it, be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms, and uh, give me a review on on Apple Podcasts, I really appreciate it, Uh, you can do that on Spotify too if you'd like, it automatically enters you for a chance to win uh, future giveaways that we do at math step back i just gave away a luca jersey um during the all-star weekend and uh, i like doing that every now and then it, it's not always going to be a jersey you know a lot of times it might be just uh you know math step back t-shirt which we've got several designs on our uh, t public page if you want to go check those out um you know it might be tickets sometimes it might be um uh, jersey some other gear but um, but yeah just be sure to do that and it'll throw your name in the hat have some cool giveaways guys appreciate it y'all have a great rest of your day we'll see you next time